Well, thank you for joining us. Our first ever Legal with Leah audio blog. And uh, they told me I have to spend time talking to a lawyer. So if I have to do that, Leah Curtis is a good one. Uh, on staff as our director of, of uh, was it legal affairs, legal Agricultural activities? law. Director of agricultural law. And you do a great job at it. This <laughs> should you. be, uh, should be I hope, enter- somewhat entertaining and, uh, and useful as we go through this process. We're going to start with one that uh, I know you're on the telephone a lot with members about recently. The, uh, the tax policy in Ohio called current agricultural use value. What is it? Well, current agricultural use value means that farmland is valued at its potential to produce income from agricultural pro- productivity instead of its fair market value. Uh, so while with other property, we're looking at its highest and best use, what it would be good for if we wanted to build a mall there or a 7-Eleven, with CAUV, we're only looking at how good that is going to be able to produce income from agricultural production. Do we know in rough terms, rule of thumb, what that translates into in terms of tax savings for the average farmland owner? Well, in 2012, based on those numbers, farmers that had land on CAUV saw about a 67% reduction from their fair market value, which translates into about a similar savings in their actual taxes paid. So two-thirds, that's uh, that's sizable. And uh, Thankfully, it was it was some farm some of our uh, forefathers in Farm Bureau uh, that saw the need for this. What back in the seventies? Yeah, it was back in nineteen seventy three when this first got started uh, being talked about by Farm Bureau members. Um, that time was a, a big development time. Lots of farmland going away for development. And so we saw the need to make a better tax policy for farmers and make sure we could try to keep them on their farmland. I mentioned, I uh, I know you're talking to a lot of members about this on the telephone. You've been out in counties doing meetings. What? Why is it such a hot subject right now? Well, CAUV was designed to follow the farm economy. And so as the farm economy is strong, that means CAUV values go up and in turn, taxes go up. Um, as we have seen a pretty strong farm economy in the last several years, that means taxes have been going up for farm owners. And we're trying to help everybody understand how the process works, what the calculation is, and just why they're seeing those higher tax amounts. Well, well let's walk through that then. Help, help me understand the calculation better. Sure. So the basic calculation is income from crops minus the cost to produce those co- crops divided by an interest rate. And we always look at corn, soybeans, and wheat. Um, so if you've looked at the markets lately in the last several years, we had some pretty high prices on corn, beans, and wheat. And since we're using um, seven-year averages, so we're looking at the last seven years, that means that those prices are really pushing up that value uh, on CAUV. And in turn, we also are seeing very low interest rates, which is helping to push up those values. That probably makes it a little harder to, to swallow right now mm-hmm. based on historic crop prices when you when you look at what corn's done here in, in more recent times. But it, it's that look back is why people are starting to feel it right now. Exactly. And, you know, the way CAUV, because it follows that farm economy, that means we get a few good years as those prices start going up because we're still adjusting those prices and having those lower prices in the calculation. But it also means we get some high value years when we start to see crop prices drop. And we're kind of in that point right now. Okay. So I'm a farmer. I'm definitely not going to pray for $2 corn and 14% interest rates. So other than that, is there anything I need to be doing? Well, you know, I think it's just a good thing to pay attention to the program. Farm Bureau, we have a lot of resources to help you understand um, how the calculation works. And, you know, if you're looking at the data, you can kind of see where things are headed. So it is a good way to help you budget for your taxes in the coming years. You you mentioned we have a lot of information. Uh, We've just kind of skimmed through it here today, but you've got a a pretty complete brochure that that folks can get their hands on as, as Farm Bureau members. 
Sure, we have a brochure that explains the whole program. We also have some uh, taped webinars available on our website. You'd be welcome to go and look at if you're a Farm Bureau member. Helps explain the whole thing to you. And also, as always, you're welcome to give us a call, and we'll be happy to help you with any individual questions. On that brochure, a couple of things that Leah gets into, the uh, the actual property taxation and exceptions to the rule, uh, land that qualifies for CAUV. Uh, she walks you through the, the calculation of what those values will be. Uh, removing land, appealing status or values, and, and again, that's all going to be available. We'll give you uh, uh, that website in just a couple of moments. We're, we're in, a, in, in a, a time right now, Leah, when taxing authorities are looking for new sources of revenue right and left. Um, does that kind of general atmosphere, sh- should we as landowners who who benefit from CAUV, uh, be concerned in any way? Well, you know, we, we aren't aware of any um, proposals to change the program, but I think it's always important to be vigilant. And that's one thing we're doing here at Farm Bureau with every piece of legislation we look at. We're, we're thinking about, does this affect CAUV either directly or indirectly? And we're making sure that the program does stay in place and stays a good program for Ohio's farmers. If you would like to learn more uh, about the CAUV program, uh, Grab a hold of a lot of those resources that uh, Leah Curtis mentioned. Visit ofb.ag slash landowner.